Guess what? I got the button back. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Boba-tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And we are back with more behind-the-scenes of Star Wars content. It's like the only thing we do nowadays, but don't worry hey, guys and this gals. This is new. This is new to everyone. Okay. Next sure. week, everything will change. We'll be doing Kenobi stuff. So, one more week of behind-the-scenes and then we'll be done for that for a while. Wait, but, yes. next week the episode of Kenobi? Yeah, next Friday. We're 10 days away, bud. My heart. Come on. Your job is to know this thing. This, this, these no, dates. It's just, yeah, I just like just <laughs> placed it all together. So yeah, It's next week. We're 10 days wow. away. Today's the 17th. First two episodes on the 27th. So we were just, we were just like, Drew and I were like, man, we just got to make it to Obi-Wan Kenobi and then we'll be good for a while. <laughs> but and we made it. We made it. So. Uh, was it last week or no? A couple weeks ago, they released on Disney Plus the Disney Gallery. It was on May fourth. Oh, was it on May fourth? Okay, yeah. so that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and so the Disney Gallery Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett behind the scenes, and so they do these for all the Star Wars shows, and so it's exciting to watch these behind the scenes because. It answers some of the questions we were wondering about certain things and also adds new stuff, good insight about the story-making process. I love and... these things so much, dude. Yes. But before we get into that, there is some Star Wars news. And so we don't normally cover too much news just because there's not a lot of like official news True. stuff that comes out but because we don't really do rumors much. But today, Vanity Fair released a very long article which I did not read, but comicbook.com has kind of like a little summary of things that I am glad I looked at because I would have missed this. But we got a bunch of information on upcoming uh, shows that are going to be, some that we know about, some that we don't know about. And so it's kind of more of like release date type of stuff. So obviously we know Obi-Wan Kenobi comes out next week. Um, but also... Interestingly, the Andor show, Cassie and Andor show, is supposed to premiere this summer sometime. And so, we don't know exactly when that's going to be. It could be July. I'm assuming it's going to be August. Well, when are we getting Bad Batch? That's my question. I don't know. I think it's this fall, maybe. I'm guessing it's this fall. Because it's not on that list, right? No, this is like all the live action stuff. Oh, that makes sense. And it's the one that had all the images of like like the main cast or like what yeah. is it like Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, Mando, Mando, 
someone and else was it boba i don't know i can't remember yeah it was boba but um yes so andor's coming out this oh, summer and so... andor i don't want to forget oh him. yeah <laughs> um but that's interesting that we're gonna get this quick set that was gonna be later on in the year we were gonna get it but um so this summer we'll be getting more live action stuff and i believe that's a 12 episode season so that's three months of content right there for us so um we're excited for that um and i'm assuming it's gonna be like after a marvel show i'm assuming yeah because i know she hulk is about to come out i saw you see that trailer i didn't see it but i, I it thought it looked, looked kind of janky I heard it's like more comedy. Am I wrong? It looked like it was more comedy, but I still haven't finished Moon Moon Knight. Gosh dang it! Which I mean, not that I haven't wanted to, I just keep forgetting. It's like we're in the the heat of the NBA playoffs right now. Oh, I don't okay. care about that. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so um, I know I know that next month, Miss um, Marvel, I believe is going to be going oh. on so there's that so i'm assuming that's going to bleed into july and then they're going to have like a few week buffer between that show and andor i'm assuming so i'm guessing it's going to be august that's my guess i'm sure we will get a when trailer come out? i think that's august as well i think oh maybe but we're definitely going to get an andor trailer then yeah i'm guessing we'll get a, an exact date release date for that and trailer so keep your eye out for that because we'll be deep diving in that trailer um also mandalorian season three is going to be late 2022 or early 2023 so this could be kind of blew my mind i'm guessing it's going to be january i'm guessing boba fett was january it might be like the last weekend. No, both of it was December. It was the last week. Yeah. But I'm assuming it's going to be like that, but it was probably just going to be mainly January into February. Yeah. Um, Which I thought we were going to, I can get to like next summer or yeah. later in 2023. So I'd even, so are they, is it wrapped then? I thought so. I, I honestly like, maybe we've talked about this and I forgot but I honestly didn't even realize they started recording it yet. I think they they wrapped a while ago. But Apparently. I'm not sure. Well, obviously, because they they did announce last week that they started Ahsoka. Right. So it's probably so, not going to be working on two shows at one time. I just – I missed it. But I thought they were doing Ahsoka, and then they're going to do Mando Season 3. Like, I honestly did not – I don't know. Maybe I got lost somewhere. I thought Season 3 was going to come out – after the Soka show, but I'm wrong, right. and I'm okay with it. Yeah, because we got—I mean, we got some answers, honestly, throughout this trailer, or not this trailer, this thing that we're about to break down, like this behind the scenes of answers for what? Well, not answers, but the way they describe some stuff that we're about to break down, it made B- Book of Boba so much better for me. <laughs> I don't know if it did oh, that for you. It kind of had the opposite effect for me. What? <laughs> well, we'll get into that. We'll get it. Anyway, next show. Uh, Ahsoka so is folks? still confirmed to be 2023, but nothing specific for that. Um, and then the Acolyte show, that's not nothing really new there, but they did say 
Um, it's in the final days of the High Republic era, and it says it's 100 years before episode one, Phantom Menace. So I thought it was going to be more around the time of the, the High, High Republic, Republic books that we even, which would be 200 years, but I'm excited because if this is like Dark Force users stuff and it's 100 years before, I think we might be getting some Plagueis action. Ooh. Plagueis there, action. That's there, there is there's a lot of like people's predictions and rumors about Plagueis going around. The, I haven't the seen webs. any of it. Well, that's because we don't really pay attention to that stuff. But, but also... On top of that, uh, there is a new uh, show that was announced, codenamed Grammar Rodeo, and apparently it's going to be centered around four young people growing up in their years following Return of the Jedi and will strive for an 80s Amblin feel. Now, I'm kind of confused on what Amblin is because I kind of tried to Google it, but I think it's just like a... So, a genre just, of films from the '60s, of like coming of age movies, mm, but it's going to have. You kind of just described Stranger Things to me, though. But it's going to be in the '80s, like an '80s theme, which I don't know what that means. Like it's Star Wars; it's not supposed to. Honestly, have. like, what if it's the four people that help Boba, and it's the theme because they kind of have that '80s. Look. No, because there's they put casting out calls out for oh, like okay. kids. So it's like they're kids, kids that are 12, 11 to 12 years old. So when they go to film it, they're probably going to be like 13, 14. Jerica says, I, I think it's kind of like American graffiti. I don't know what that is. I know it's a movie. I've never seen it. That is a movie that uh, a lot of people have been asking for us to break down. Because what? It is, us? Yeah, because a Star Wars podcast. Well, it's the first big movie that George did. That's why. Oh, well, it's not that's Star Wars, why. so sorry, sorry, folks. You're not going to yeah, get but that. Harrison's in, like, it's, oh, I'm just saying. Well, People... if, when we start uh, a different podcast. Uh, or the Patreon podcast. And Patreon podcast. For us to break down weird things. Yep. And give us money. So, yes. So, there's that show, which, I don't know, like. I don't care about coming of age stories, so no, like, like you kind of it sounds like Stranger Things, like four kids in the eighties theme, kind of, but in, in the start, I don't know. I don't know. There's all kinds of shows and stuff like that, movies like that. So it's just like I don't no, know. I, I don't. Know, but but why why do we want a Star Wars version of that? That's what I'm saying. Like I huh? don't really care for it either. I just don't because it's gonna be okay. Stranger Things is like the perfect way to do kids focused. Correct, stuff. 100%. But it's so hard to do that because, like, that's the only time that's ever worked is, like, that. Like, other mo- movies or shows where it f- focuses on the age group are just not that great. And I so, mean, what's the one where they're walking on the train tracks? What's that like old 4, movie? 4,000 movies that take place Oh, it's on. like an old movie about kids. Or The Goonies. Like, that's a good movie. The Goonies is classic yeah but if, if it's like a star wars movie i don't want the goonies no that's what i'm saying like i don't know about how this is gonna work out is it like and then it's gonna have some stupid love triangles or something i'm like i just don't care just give me star wars it's like actual star wars yeah, no i agree i i this probably is gonna be 
We don't have any more news about that's all, uh, Lando. That's all we know. Orlando, they also said there's no new information on that. Okay. But. Well, this sounds like one of those shows that might just get canned. No, it's not going to get canned. We'll see. But that's all the news that was in this summary from comicbook.com. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm excited for all the shows except for this kid's one. But I'm just, I, I'm just hoping that it's a more... Like like Stranger Things, where it's more of like a matured like storyline. It's not a kids show or about kids. It's a, like a bigger story that they're thrown into um, where they're growing up for that in that era. Which who knows? Maybe we'll get some characters that are like the kid versions of like of characters, ca- characters from the sequel trilogy. Like Hux when he was a kid or something. That would be kind of cool. Like a redhead kid is Hux, mm-hmm. General Hux as a kid. And then I don't know who else would be like. Because it's after episode six, right? Right. So, and so that's 30 years difference. So, you know, you if they're. Kylo? Well, no. We... Well, Kylo was born, what, a year or two after, so. Yeah, it's not probably. It's gonna if it's within those first it's the few years. Same timeline as Boba, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it's all, all the same. Mando. Mando, Boba, Ahsoka. It's all the as same stuff. As much as I do like this timeline, I kind of want a different timeline at this point. Oh, no, like, that's what the acolytes for. <laughs> yeah. And that's also what Andor's for. So you'll be getting that in a couple months, few months. Yes. So your and, wish is coming and true. And Kenobi. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. And <laughs> <Okay>. bad badge. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's fair. <laughs> You'll be getting plenty of stuff. So yeah, that's fair. So uh, we'll all... Jerica said that you guys, the fact that I've been waiting for Kenobi since my freshman year, and we're about to get it in two weeks, is unreal. And now, Jerica, are you a senior? Are you graduating college, or do you have one more? She's year? a junior because she just turned twenty-one a few months ago. So. I'm pretty either sure she's, way, she's either finishing way, yeah. a junior year or so. And there have been people who've been waiting for 40 years to Oh, <laughs> she's this. going to be a senior. That makes sense because this year's already done. So. Right. But, yeah, but, yeah, like, that is a long time. But, yeah, like you said, Jeremiah, people have been waiting their whole lives to see something like this. So. Yes. All right. Well, that's news. So let's jump into this Disney gallery, the Book of Boba Fett. Drew, you were saying earlier that you thought this made the show better. Why do you say that? Well, I like how one, I always love when they talk about how they create things and how like they're talking about the hammerhead and the, like how, like the design of him and stuff like that. And when John Favreau, for me, when he was describing the, the reason why Boba is a changed person and stuff, it made me more comfortable with him walking around with, without his helmet on for some reason. Like, just him. So when I it, say it during okay. the show, you don't believe it. Well, when John Favreau yeah. says it, yeah. it makes it – okay, I see how it is. I mean, I mean – Come on. I mean – yeah. Oh, gosh. Essentially, like, hearing it from the goat himself, yeah, I can, it makes a little bit more sense. If he's a goat, what am I? The, a worm, a like a, a sheep. sheep. <laughs> what? Oh gosh! It's better than a worm. I gave you more credit than a. You're still in the same pen. You're just, oh, oh, you're just okay. Over whatever. 
penis a little more hairy than it. What? Know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. I just, that point of view, and even, like, the way that Dave Filoni was talking, describing the show and the vision of it, I, the one thing is, I kind of wish that John Favreau would have done the finale, because apparently he was going to do it, and the guy begged for it, and they let him do it, and I think if John did it, it probably would be better. But, because, I mean... I don't know. No offense to... What's his name again? Yeah, no offense to him in any way. Like, I think he did good. I just think John Favreau is amazing. And I think all the episodes that he does and Dave Filoni and... What's her name from Jurassic World? Like, those episodes are Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, she's a beast. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I think... I think it would have been changed it a little bit and like how they had all like it was like John Favreau's vision to have all that stuff collide at the end as like one giant finale. Like, and, and the thing is like for me, for the finale that really kind of, I didn't like as much as we've talked about this, but I didn't like how it ended. Like it kind of just left us there. And even like the surprise at the end wasn't like, anything crazy so maybe it would have been a little different i don't know okay well i had the feeling that because like a lot of people had mixed reviews on the show kind of disappointed by it mm-hmm. like not just us but everyone else seemed to like have that same mode There's of thinking a- and so i think there's still a lot more people that like it than don't like it but there is a handful of people that like they don't like it and i'm one of those people that like i like it but i only i like more epi- like there's a lot more episodes i don't like than the ones i like if that makes sense right so because they got they made it seem like they filmed this stuff these interviews during their production but i don't know i kind of feel that they i think it was after 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 they got the reviews of these people's reactions and stuff and they tried to hype up how good they thought the show was and yeah. try to like over explain things so that it would make us and make like it better so that they fooled you, Drew. They, <laughs> yeah, it worked they for make, me. Because you like you said it made the show better, but like I felt that they were really trying to yeah. over elaborate and like really impress us with like their production quality, like production like process and ideas and they're just like, oh, this is amazing. This is like, how oh, is like better? No one could ever do it better. Blah blah blah. And like, I'm sure like a lot of this is still true, but I don't know, because like the show, like we seemed, was more all over the place. Like it was kind of like not really a, a seemed like it was really choppy. And I felt like this Disney gallery was the same thing. Like they just wanted to like throw all these all this stuff out there. I was like, mm-hmm. is this all random stuff? Like the the first Disney gallery we got for Mando season one, like that was like eight episodes. Like Dude, they just, a, yeah. And it was like by episodes. And so it's like, they spent all that time doing these Disney galleries episodes for season one. But here they just like threw everything in to well, one I mean, episode. Didn't they do that though? In season two it was like two episodes instead of, uh, I can't remember. Mando season two, I can pull it up fast. Cause I remember they did. It was a lot. 
they had they had two episodes because I think they we didn't get anything about Luke, and then like months later we got their thing on Luke. No, that was yeah, season two. Yeah. Yeah. So like here they just kind of threw it all together in one thing, and it was also jam packed. I mean, and I felt like they could have broken this up more. I think they should have done a full episode yeah, so on two, the Luke stuff in season two of Mandal season two or whatever. The gallery it was only two episodes. How and long was the first one? Sixty-nine minutes and forty-two minutes. Right. Granted, Boba was a shorter show as well, and I think they did that. I get what you're saying, Jeremiah, but I think they realized that season one didn't have as many people watching all the episodes as they did. And huh? like looking at episode one, like season one of this show, like there's like one episode that was only like 19 minutes. Like they weren't as long. Well, right. But they were still so, simple focused episodes. Correct. Here they spent like more. two, three minutes on one topic and then went to the next one. And, and honestly, a lot of that could be due to COVID. And I, and like, I don't want to give them a big excuse, but I think the show had a lot of issues due to COVID as well. I don't know. Like you saw, in, we saw in it that they're all wearing masks and like full face shields on. and stuff. Yeah, and but. so I wonder if like they had certain deadlines that they could only be there due to COVID restrictions. You know, like they could only be in a room with that many people for a certain amount of time. Like I don't know what their requirements were, and and then in the middle of it, maybe like Delta spiked up, and you know, like we. It's kind of hard to tell the timeline of covid through this but it definitely was a little bit i don't know it was in the heart of it it seemed like still or like maybe not the heart of it but it was definitely still an issue because there were full-on masks so i don't know well we'll never know on that one but yeah um were there any specific things that you wanted to highlight because i have my notes Mm-hmm. But like I said, everything was like two, three minutes long for each thing. So I have like a thousand notes. But oh. is there anything specific I, that I think the biggest stick out for you? I I like the way they're talking about the the new ship for Mando. I thought the vision behind that was actually kind of what we talked about earlier in this episode. Like it had a lot to do with American graffiti and like the hot rod feel cars and and at first viewing this i didn't like the ship as much more times i watched it i liked it a little bit more and then this kind of was like yeah icing on the cake for me yeah jeremiah you're right this thing threw on blinders for me for this show like hardcore blinders i like this show a lot more just because of this this thing so yeah, yeah, it was, got me well that was interesting about the new ship was that well, one Doug Chang, who's awesome. He said he designed he the designed original the first N1. one. But years I think ago. I think he said that this this design from this show was one of the original designs that he had, and he just reused it. <laughs> so yeah. it's like he just went back to his sketchbook or something that he had on file, 
and they just kind of picked things out of there and this took one of his early uh concept arts basically and just revamped it for this which i thought was cool yeah um that he's able to like reuse things so it's like i wonder if like when we see all these other behind the scene things like like we saw with like k2so from rogue one stuff like all the different mm-hmm. designs that they had if like some of those other designs of new droids will ever show up or if same with like the u-wing designs like they had like 700 mm-hmm. different designs like i wonder if some of these other designs that they have from sketch sketchbooks and concept arts if they'll ever show up in future shows i think that'd be cool that would be sweet i also think the whole concept behind um the just the way that john was talking about how delicate the star wars universe is and they like even they're very delicate in the way of even things that are in legends and they want to add that in and like that's his goal is to add stuff yeah, from all he, of it in he there he said be respectful to all star wars canon and eu yeah so i wonder Which, i wonder if yeah. andrew has anything to say about that like what because he wasn't on he was only on one episode i think with us and yeah he was on the first episode the first one i just wonder if there's more EU stuff in there that we missed or picked that other people picked up on that was more, you know, stuff yeah. about the Tuscan Raiders, about mm-hmm. uh, Boba from Legends, like and stuff like that. So I wonder. I don't know what if, we missed. I don't know if we missed anything necessarily in this show, but I think it's more the fact that that's how they're viewing all the shows that they're making, and I think that's gonna have a lot to do with the Ahsoka show with Thrawn. And all that stuff. And a lot of that Thrawn stuff is now in Legend or in canon with the new Thrawn books. But I wonder if there's going to be more characters that they might add from Legends. And I think it's just it's just good to know that that's his goal is not to just throw away the Legends, even though Disney threw it away. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that's pretty cool that he is that mindful of the fans and what they their vision and, and okay so the big thing that actually stuck out to me that i didn't know is the whole whole stuff with luke and how mark hamill was actually there the entire time which yeah i didn't really get that i didn't know that Did well, we... I, don't, I don't understand well obviously we didn't know that until here but Do, so it was announced before i don't I, I don't know, unless he was in the credits. I don't know. But like, I don't understand the point of having, having him them. there. I think the whole point of him being there is just to make sure that the guy moves properly. That makes, makes no sense saying. because 60-some-year-old Mark Hamill does not walk the same as he did when he no, was... No, but he can tell. And then, and and he... D- okay, what's, what's crazy, and yeah. I don't know how... I want to know your opinion on this and even the chat, too. Feel free to chime in. But did you catch what Mark Handle Mark Hamill talked about the guy who's playing him as his as his uh stunt double? Not even like like he referred to him as his stunt double essence and not as an his as himself he, as an actor. He just call him stunt double. Yeah, you said he's like the even the way my stunt double looks, it's so good. He used the word stunt. He used the word stunt double. I paused it and rewind it because I was like, wait, what? Why would he call him stunt double? 
because he's his own actor too. But I like it seemed like he was even viewing him as like I'm Luke. This is me, and he can just copy me, and they're gonna throw my face on him anyway. Yeah, but the know. thing is, they didn't use Mark Hamill at all. Like he's a little, he's kind of like <laughs> Tamora Morrison. Like, he's a little yeah. more chonky than he used to be. Like, well, Tamora Morrison's slimmed down for this compared to Mando season two. Season two. Yeah, when you could see sure. which ones were <laughs> doubles yeah. and which one was him. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. It, it was, it was more like he was there just to like show the movements and to make sure he, he was more of like directing it essentially. I understand that he could be there as like a consultant. Yeah, that's what it was. But like, I don't understand why he could put them all in the costume. That's what I'm saying. It all do every scene. Like yeah. I, I just don't get it. I, like, I get that too. Like it doesn't, and that's what surprised me when he called them a stunt double because it almost seemed like he acted. And that guy's just my stunt double, which means he's doing it all anyway, so I don't understand. Yeah. Now, did he do all the lines? Is that what they're implying? Like, is that what well, he no, did? No, I think his, all of his lines were computerized. Like, the, like so the, I don't know the way who's, they did season two? I don't know how they spoke it, but... Because mm-hmm. they don't really mention spoke that. It, but I think they did use just a, a computerized... Cut the words, like, last time. Whatever. So like, it's this computer generated voice. This it's able just to. It's kind of like deep fake, but for a voice. Mm-hmm. And so, that's that's what they did. I think because there's no way it'd be really hard to find an actor that can do that voice. Because it's not like like we had with the Rogue One. We had the guy who did Tarkin. Like he was able to replicate his voice really well. But like Tarkin had a very specific voice. That could be, but like European, but like Mark Hamill's, like Luke Skywalker's young voice, it's just a generic voice. Like there's nothing that sticks out about it. So, um, like they couldn't really mimic it. I would say so. They had to just use to make it accurate as possible. Just use like the deep fake version of his voice, basically. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know. It is what it is. Like they have to get the voice more correct. I get, even though Tarkin was easier to voice act, they needed Mark Hamill's to be more more accurate, just because. Yeah. Like it's Luke Skywalker, and they well, and and need it to work. Tarkin had a lot of lines, but it was in one movie. It wasn't a lot of lines throughout all of Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like. Right. So. All right, let's see. I also thought what was cool was the stuff with, one, with Black Kersantan as well as Cad Bane. Um, so I thought that the, it was cool how the Black Kersantan mask was, like, connected to the face in a way where that the face reacted to the actual actor's face mm-hmm. when he reacted. So if he rose his eyebrows, the yeah, eyebrows on the mask went yeah. up, same with like the mouth and stuff. So I thought that was really interesting that they have that ability to do that. Like, I didn't even think that that was a thing. I thought yeah. it was all like, you had to like control it by hand, um, which I thought was cool. And I thought I was, <laughs> it's funny because I forget the actor's name, 
but he's like yeah i always have to make sure i look pissed all the time like <laughs> like yeah like this is what black well, looks like he's just like, yeah, always mad mad he's, medicine he's not chewy like, right and then how they just like the eyes is like the main thing like chewy mm-hmm. looks very compassionate and very like kind whereas black chrysanthemum is looking always pissed so he had to make sure he was able to convey that um and i can't remember what we said during the show but i remember we discussed whether or not we thought cad bane's face was cg or if it was practical i can't remember what i said but they did say here that it was 100 percent practical which i forget what we said back then but i thought that's cool too that they just this wasn't the same technology as Black Chrysanthemum's, but because it was like more skin tight and it was fixed on a way to where it, he could talk normal and the, the, the mask would move just mm-hmm. by touch, so by him by moving. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I wish they would have spent more time on Cad Bane, but. Yeah, I thought the Cad Bane, like they, they talked about the teeth and the hat and how they wanted to make sure the hat looked like the guy from The Good and the Bad, The Ugly. But it's like, that was it. And it's like, well, we know that. Like, I want to know how long it took on the makeup. Like, I don't know. I feel like they could have done a lot. They could have, like you said, they could have done a whole episode on just Cat Bane and Black Cassantin's outfit. Or even the um, Hammerhead outfit. Like, they could have just done a full breakdown on that stuff. I thought that would have been really cool. It would have been cool to see. Because I don't think they showed the actor for Cad Bane. Like, cause I'm assuming... They mentioned the name they of the guy. They mentioned the name, but they never showed him, yeah. I, I don't remember them showing him. It'll Which makes me think s- that, like you said, it's after. And right. they just couldn't get him on a call, or they right. couldn't get him in the studio, because maybe he's, like, European or something. like, but. Or he's doing something else. Now, something that they didn't mention, and I'm curious about this, and I don't know if this is real, but someone told me this, was Dinjarin was what's his name uh pedro pascal was he actually there at all or did he just do the voice i'm assuming he was there because no because people have said online and stuff that he actually never was there and they just it was his body double the whole time and he just did the voice and sent it in like the lines I don't know if, if Jericho, uh, you can fact check that and see. I don't know. I think he was actually there because, because I just wouldn't they do an interview with him and like, like you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I guess they could have just had him record his voice. But, yeah, because like, but like in the sh- actual show that he in Man of Season One and Two, I think he did. Like all the scenes where he did speak, it was actually him there in the suit. It's just only in the action scenes when he wasn't there. Correct. So, like, I don't know. I was figured just for three episodes they were able to get him. But most but of it was action. Not really. I mean, besides the Luke stuff, like, what are you ta- well, the episode five when he's just. On that random weird ring planet city thing. True, but then just walking of, around. A lot of that had fighting in it too, though. That was just like one little scene. And then the beginning of that episode when he cut the guy in half. Yeah, but ninety percent of it was him just walking around. Yeah, then, I also wish they would have talked about that scene a lot more. 
the meat locker scene, I I would have loved to break down on that. Why? I don't know, because it was the most violent Star Wars we've ever seen. Like, we've always seen, like, them going to cut something, and then it just shows, like, the person's reaction to him getting cut in half. But we've never actually seen someone physically get cut in half and their body go in separate directions. Yeah, we saw them all do that. We fell down the tube. We see a tube different paths. As even he's going see... down, and it's CGI. And, like, and we oh. even see blood in that scene because when he cuts him True. in half you see That's a little fair. blood splatter but it's like like mist like <laughs> it's not mist. like yeah it's not like drops or splatters which is whatever but i don't know but i really didn't like how because like they tried to justify i give it a justification for why they brought mando and grogu in because john Favreau said well by this time in the season you know Fans are wondering, you know, what happened to Grogu? And I'm like, no, we weren't. Not even like, a little. <laughs> well, okay. Well, first of all, everybody wanted him. To, that's not true. Everyone wanted to know. Like, so they were right about that. I that mean, people wanted yeah, to see him. I think but we like, wanted to see him in episode one. Like, we, we didn't I, wait. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it was it was kind of like a very forced. Like, they did not need him to be in this show, and they brought him in anyway. And they had two episodes that were completely one episode was a hundred percent him we didn't right. see boba at all and, and then, then the second one we saw him for like literally a minute 30 seconds yeah so it's just like i don't know i felt like like i said before they're just trying to like sell why they did everything to make it look like better than it was like they planned it like better but i don't know i Those... still don't like that they even though what we got was amazing yeah, I I just felt like it was a cop out. They just kind of like threw it in there just because, like, oh, the fans want to know where he is. So we might as well to, throw him so in. For me, it seemed like they were filming, and they didn't like the outcome of where the show was going, and they said, "Let's throw Grogu and Mando in here and make the show better." Right. That's and that's what concerns me about, like, I mean. We'll find out next week about the Kenobi show, but it's just concerning that, like, can they only do one character live action? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a little concerning that, I don't know. It's a little. What are you concerned about? I don't know. I'm concerned that Dave Filoni and John Favreau, they did season one and two of Mando amazingly. Book of Boba Fett was a little iffy. There was that one episode, was it two or three, when it was like mostly about like the Sam people and Boba, and that, that episode was really good, really amazing. And then most of the other episodes were just, I, there's good parts of it, but nothing too crazy. And the episodes that everyone talks about, that if they didn't like the show, they love these two episodes, are the episodes that don't have them in it. And so I'm concerned that when they do other characters, are they just going to rely on Grogu and Mando because they're all in the same universe to make their show good? You know what I mean? Well, I, sh- I, I I'm not like super worried about it, but well, it I don't is, think like, they're going to do that because it's there. not, they're not going to be as directly related. Cause like, no, no, I don't is... think it's going to be in the Kenobi show at all. I'm just saying like, we'll find out if that's real once the Kenobi show comes out because they don't have a thing to lean on. 
like Mando. But I'm saying like Ahsoka, they're not going to... Yeah, all those characters are going to overlap eventually, but I think Ahsoka has a completely different story where she doesn't need Boba or Mando or Fennec or any of them. I hope she's... you're right. I hope it has a lot to do with Thrawn and Ezra, and we see Ezra and stuff, but it would not surprise me if somehow they dragged Mando throughout this whole show, too. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if... Because uh, well, somehow they have to bring them all back together eventually, because that's what they're trying to do anyway. So I just don't know. I don't think that they're going to... Ahsoka's going to be reliant on Mando or Boba, like Boba was reliant on Din and Grogu. So... Because I think her story is so much sep- so far removed from Mando and Boba that they wouldn't need to do that. And I think they've been working on Ahsoka and planning that a lot longer, And it's, I feel like. Yeah. And I'm like, because like, like the book of Boba Fett, that just like came out of nowhere. I like, remember like it was the end credit scene in season two. Like, oh yeah, you're from now. We're going to have the book of Boba Fett. And it seemed like they just, threw that in like as an afterthought whereas Ahsoka has been planned out for years and they just are starting to film it now so like they've they've been working a lot putting a lot of effort in Ahsoka and it's Dave Filoni is heading the charge on this and like I trust him mm-hmm. to not like cut corners or do anything stupid I, yeah I don't so. I don't think they're gonna cut corners but it wouldn't surprise me that somehow he has to go in the middle of the show, she has to, or she bumps into Din Djarin at some point. I just don't want, not that I don't care if Din Djarin's in the background or something, but I do not want another full episode of Din Djarin hanging out with Grogu instead of Ahsoka and Thrawn figuring life out. You know what I mean? <laughs> figuring like, life out. That is not what I want. Like, right. as much as I love Din Djarin and Grogu, I don't need them in this ahsoka show and i think the whole star wars fandom can agree that we are waiting on this show and we have a lot of expectations for this show and we want it to be about ezra and thrawn and ahsoka and the ghost crew essentially like we need that stuff right um and uh or Jerica did say that it seems like they haven't confirmed that he was there at all and he was not in any photos or anything with the cast so I'm putting I would put money on that he didn't even go and he did all the voicing remotely alright which is kind of sad but whatever but while we were on the topic of Ahsoka they tried to pull the Plo Koon thing on again. Yeah, which, <laughs> why? Just to have I think fun it's, with her? No, I think it's to keep the Luke thing as secret as possible so that she didn't even know that it was Luke until she showed up on set and had her full makeup on. I think it was well, to like keep that secret. She showed up and, and was it? And was just hanging out. I'm, I mean, maybe because they filmed it before season two came out. Season two of Mandalorian, they probably filmed before that came out, so she didn't see that Luke was even there. Like, she might not know. 
What do you mean? Like the actor of Ahsoka might not know the outcome of that because if they start filming before that show came out before Mando season two, she wouldn't know that Luke is even a part of it yet. Uh, because we don't know how soon they could have filmed. I, I think like I th- I think if they just filmed it in order that the show is released. So, but she then when she, is, uh, I don't know I. I don't think it has to do with that. I just think they just want, didn't want it to leak that Luke was in this scene mm-hmm. or in that episode. Well, so I, they kept I get it a that. Secret. Just... I, yeah. I don't. I don't think there was any conspiracy theories with that. Like I just think they want kind of like with the original Luke in episode uh, season two of Mando. Uh, there was only a, a really small crew that knew about it, and so but here that you could tell there's a much larger crew. So yeah. like. I think a larger group of people knew of Luke being in it, but like, I think they wanted her to go in it more. I think they purposely did that one so that fewer people knew because she's a big name actress. And like, obviously I don't think she would leak things, but they want to keep that tight. But I also think it would have had an effect on her performance too, because Mm -hmm. Her meeting nervous. Luke, her meeting Luke, like, or I say Ahsoka, Ahsoka meeting Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Would have a different feel than if Ahsoka met up with Plo Koon. Now, Plo Koon is still very significant to Ahsoka because he's the one that discovered her and brought her to the Jedi Order. So there is that connection, like importance mm-hmm. there, but... It's a much bigger emotional reaction for Luke and Ahsoka to meet. And so I think that probably is why they kept it a secret so that Rosario's reaction to meeting Mark Hamill would be more similar to Ahsoka meeting Luke mm-hmm. in a sense. It's supposed to kind of like parallel that just because of the emotions. And so maybe that's why they did that, but... I still think that how many times are they going to do this Plo Koon? Well, thing? that's a, at this point they can't anymore. And, and I like, wonder if they're going to be doing it so much that everyone's like, oh, it's whatever. But then it's actually Plo Koon in an episode. No, I was going to say with remember, they, all this, they did a whole CG thing of yeah, his I face know. already. Now like, I don't think they will bring him in, but I don't think he'll because he's dead. He's. I don't want any surviving Jedi. Like that's. I don't want that. No. So, but. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised for how much they mention Plo Koon and he's clearly on like Dave Filoni's mind. I wouldn't be surprised as if we get a live action Plo Koon story before he found Ahsoka. Oh, we're not, we're not going to get that. We might maybe like a, maybe in a flashback in the Ahsoka series, but like, Oh, that'd be cool. But I don't think that, I don't know. You don't, you don't think, Plo Koon as a character could like survive on his own show? First of all, he was shot down in a starfighter and crashed into the planet below. Yeah, I'm saying before all Order that. 66. But I'm saying there's, there's, they're not going to rehash that a story like that. There's no reason to bring him back for a story. I think the reason would just be to see a different view of the Clone Wars. Well, they're not going to make a live-action Clone Wars series. Maybe not live-action. Maybe it'll just be a different cartoon show. I don't know. I just think it's interesting that they keep mentioning his name. 
Right. That's what I was saying. So it's like, I by the time we get to a new hope, I like Obi Wan Kenobi and Yoda. For me, should be the only Jedi left in the galaxy. Like, this is what I want. Like, because it makes more sense for that to be like that for the story wise. I don't want these random Jedi to survive and are still running around the galaxy. Like it just, it doesn't make sense story wise for me. And so, oh, it's as, a little much. So as much as I want Plo Koon in live action, that'd be so cool. I I feel like it would take away from the bigger Star Wars story if he. Well, isn't it the biggest thing is that most of the Jedi that are still alive aren't as significant as some of the characters that we. Like, we don't want Plo Koon because that could take away from, like, the Kenobi. Or we don't want, like, certain characters who were associated with Kenobi and Anakin to be alive because that's going to take away from... Right? I I don't know. Either way. Like, I don't mind if there was, like, something in, like, you know, the time of, like, Cal Kestis, like, from Jedi Fallen Order, like, yeah, they're still surviving Jedi then because you have him, you have, you have Seer, which was, like, his, like, whatever, like, the the leader of that group of whatever. Like, she was a former Jedi that was in the Inquisitor program or they tried to make her Inquisitor or something. And so, like, I don't, like, if they had Plo Koon, like, show up in something like that, like, I'm fine with. But by the time we get to A New Hope, Everyone else needs to be dead. It's like Correct. I hope Cal Kestis is dead <laughs> before a new hope. Like that's just what I want. And so, 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 but yeah, what if they put out a show before the Kenobi, like a uh, a show before Kenobi, so like before ten years, and it's about the point of view of an Inquisitor trying to hunt. Well, that'd be fine. That'd I be don't dope, mind that, dude. Like a dark. Like, I, I'd be fine with that. I I wouldn't be surprised if. In the Kenobi series, if we see murders of Jedi, no, if well, we might see Order sixty six flashbacks, but Will that be sick? I I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, whether it's in Kenobi or a different show or something, or maybe a video game about Luminara, because she was not killed on Kashyyyk, she mm-hmm. was captured, and. We know that in Rebels, she was used, like, her bones and her corpse were used to, like, draw Jedi out of hiding to try and find her because, like, they could sense her. So, but, like, I feel like she was, I feel like she was alive for, I don't, I don't know if there's any canon, like, for how long she survived after she was captured. But, like, I think it'd be cool if the only Jedi that I would ever want to show up in the Kenobi series would be if, like, she's still alive. And he senses her and goes to try and like find her, and then gets brought into a trap or whatever. But anyway, this is the book of Boba Fett. Behind the scenes, not uh, that, but it's so uh, close though. It's like next week, so we're kind of a little predicting some Kenobi. Um. Anyway, yeah, back to my with us. You guys like it. Anyway, back to my notes. How do you feel about the whole sand monster thing, where he like filmed himself at his house and like. I think he's really cool and put it together. He, like, was it Mando season two when he did the whole thing with the toys or whatever? Like his right. He's a really cool director, and when it comes to a pinch, he finds ways to just do it without 
he's he seems like he has the good mindset. It just also seems like he watched a lot of other fighting shows and like we didn't. I, don't know, I just think I think him acting out the like put two scenes and gluing them together to make the monster and like he, he was the monster. I thought that was really cool. Oh, it and was I was like, sick. I thought it was funny how like they had to design this sand monster but like they couldn't just do it over zoom calls like <laughs> yeah i thought that was just funny um but well and and that's what i'm saying like he is really creative on how he does it and i think it's really cool i it, i still don't like the monster though <laughs> like in the show it, it brought me out of it because he looks like a a fighter from mortal Kombat, and it's just like I didn't want that. I don't know. I thought it was because they brought some more insight how I think he said that the Tuscans were never able to defeat that monster, but Boba was... found out a way mm-hmm. to do it. Like that so, was an interesting, like, yeah. So when we uh, broke down that episode, I think Andrew was on that. That's episode one, right? Uh, maybe, yeah. Because I remember we had this conversation, and we we came to the conclusion, including me, which at first I didn't think this, that the kid was saying that he was the one that did it. But then the chief knew that it was Boba. But but yeah. the way they described, he described it was like only Boba could figure it out, and that's what gained his their trust with him. Do you think that that's not what he was saying and that he was just saying, Hey, look, like we killed this thing and he did it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, does it change your perspective? of? I I don't understand the two different things you're trying to describe. I feel like you just described the same thing. No. So the kid, yeah. When he brought the head into the village, you and Andrew was saying, were saying that the kid was saying that he killed the kid killed. Yeah. And, but if this was a monster that no Tuscan has ever killed, yeah, because they couldn't figure it out, yeah, but Boba clearly was the one that did it, but everyone just let the kid, yeah, do you think that you still stand behind that, or do you yeah, think the kid was saying, no, that's that... 100% what the thing was because he was being he was the one being celebrated, and Boba no. was. Yeah, everyone came around him and was like patting him on the back and cheering with the kid. Or were they just happy that it died? <sighs> the whole point is the kid took credit for it, and the chief, the, the chief was like, "I know you did it because there's no way this little scrawny kid yeah. took on that monster that us as a tribe can't defeat." Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't that's think the, that's, that's they the whole kid. That's the heart. Go go watch the scene again. They're congratulating the kid. Like that's just what it is. Like, so so from that though, you liked the monster a little bit more. No, I like the I like the backstory. That's what I mean, but you don't don't care the, about the monster. Uh, the monster anymore. is just the monster. Like, yeah. it's just whatever. But like, I like that they added the detail of the significance of it that the Tuscans, because we never knew at the point like if the Tuscans ever were able to defeat it. it. Like, we know they encountered it because like. They saw the head and they were like impressed by it. 
but like we never knew whether or not the Tuscans could actually do it themselves. Yeah. So the fact that they had this little story, little behind the scenes story of like mm-hmm. Bobo was the first one to do it. I thought this added more to that. Correct. That Which is what I was saying. Like that's, these are the kind of things that I liked about it, but also to prove your point, that was a monster that got a lot of hate online from fans. Well, yeah, no one's debating that. So no, I'm saying maybe like you said in the beginning, they added that cool behind the story thing to make people not hate it as much. No, because I think this maybe it worked on you. No, because I'm pretty sure that (laughs) that was something that was there from the start when they wrote the episode. So I don't think that that was a, a retcon of anything or a fix post-production even if it was it's still i still can't get behind it so i don't really care that was just it's just kind of funny it is jeremiah it is kind of ironic that all that most of the things that people didn't like are the things that they kind of helped fix with this show like, no because they didn't talk about the modders that much so <laughs> true they didn't talk about the they modders didn't fix that really they didn't talk about they didn't talk like, about their bikes they didn't talk no, about that. Yes, they didn't talk about the bikes. They did talk about the monitors in the sense of like the relationship growth between generations on right. how Mando didn't like droids at all. But then we get to the point where these guys are modding themselves with droid parts. Right. I get, but I, I think that, that they, I think they kind of, yeah, they made something up there because. I didn't even put that together. No, no, no. I, There's nothing to put together because they, what they said was wrong. I think because yeah. because Mando's hate for droids has, has nothing, nothing to do to, with with yep. generations. It's yep. because his family and his village was killed by droids. Yeah, that's so the that's, only reason. So and, like, and his planet was killed by droids too. After they bombed everything. Oh, you know, Mandalore. Well, yeah. Well, that's not no. That's that was the Empire that had droids with them. Well, I mean, but they went out and murdered everyone else after the bombs. But I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I think that that's something they made up because that's not a thing. Because it's only Mandel that didn't like the droids. Like we love the droids, and I don't know. So it just like you said, it, it seems a little made up, but. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It seemed like maybe it kind of helped. I don't know. Yeah, we can move on. Um, what did you think about the jam sessions? Where he says they, he likes to play music with his... His actors. His actors. Because he says, use music to make creative trust. Or like, mm-hmm. how would you feel about that? Because you're a former musician, right? I don't know mm-hmm. if you da- do you dabble anymore. I do at church now. You play drums at church now? Yeah. Really? Wow. And I actually play bass as much as I do drums. It's like every other week. Um, but I think yeah, I think it's cool. And he he did that a little bit in season two, as well. Yeah. Right. I don't think he played with, but he always had his guitar. Like he played to them, but yeah, it was kind of cool that. Morris played with him a lot. I also really like, I don't know if it's on your notes, but how he kind of helped choreographed that fire dance scene. 
Oh, well, that was just like we just assumed that just because it was true. But I thought it was really cool that it was a lot to do with his heritage of the actual real life, and also I think it's really cool that um that they didn't have an ending to that, and they kind of just made that up after they filmed most of that episode. Right, I did remember them saying that that they just wanted to add that. It wasn't in the original script, and they realized it would have been an important thing, so that was cool. Yeah. So, and uh, is that still your favorite episode, Jeremiah? Uh, well, yeah, of the Boba episodes, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> yep. See, episode two, that was probably the best part of the whole season. Oh, the Boba, but not the Mando. Right. You can't really. Uh, episode yeah. five was better than episode two. But I think episode can... five is the best Star Wars content so far. Uh, hold so far. On, hold on. Last in four my... episodes of the Clone Wars is way better than anything else in all of Star Wars. Mm. You know that. Come on. I mean, I like it. But... Because it fundamentally changes how you understand all the Star Wars, whereas episode five of Book of Boba Fett just adds a few little details about the Purge uh, on Mandalore. Okay. Yeah, all right, little... all right. Let me say it's my favorite live action Star Wars show. Episode. Uh, does, that, does that work? I I I can tolerate it. How about that? <laughs> I, I won't I won't say you're wrong for oh, like that. I'm just saying. Like, I think there's uh, other arguments for other six, episodes. It was really good, so I don't know. Because episode six had a lot of like crazy oh, the one, the one that the one that Andrew Luke. spoiled for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way. Today's Andrew's birthday. Oh, it is? The recording, uh, May 17th, so... Oh my gosh, I should, I'm going to text him right now. Tell him that... So if you're listening now, today's is post his birthday, but put in your calendar for next year, May 5th, 17th, sorry, May 17th. But Andrew's birthday, so he's 28 years old. He's still a baby. Uh, you and I, we're... We're old. We're knocking on... The grave. <laughs> um, anyway, let's see. I'm looking at my notes, see if there's anything of significance. Um, one, when they talked about how they redid Luke's face, they mentioned the name Sam Head, and that's the guy from YouTube that Disney hired who did all the deep fake stuff. So I, I looked at that they he got like recognition. Like I'm sure he was in the credits or something. But like for his name to be mentioned yeah, on air, they, like they didn't I think say it at first, and I was like, "Y'all not gonna bring this up," but then they did, so I was happy. Um, also, I really liked how, which I didn't catch, or I don't know if anyone ever caught this in the show, but they talked about how when Grogu faced the Rancor, how his eyes were open the whole time mm-hmm. using the Force, whereas before he would always close his eyes, and so. Yeah. It's like this is maybe something that he he's learned. He's definitely from Luke. learned some stuff from Luke. He's more powerful. Yeah, and how he was able to bring peace and and stuff to a situation, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like the true nature of a Jedi is to bring peace and harmony and bring nature into balance and all that jazz. And so, I really like. I wish I would have caught that when I was watching show but that's really cool insight because that's the kind of stuff that you really enjoy those minor details but that was really minor though jeremiah so don't get don't be too hard on yourself right 
but he still fell asleep at the end. So like he always says, he's tuckered out. <laughs> I, I, I like that he fell asleep like next to the Rancor. And yeah. they became like best buds after that, essentially. Because he probably read his mind and told him to go take a nap. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much everything of significance. I have other stuff on here, but it's kind of like all random chicken scratch of stuff. So I liked, okay, real quick. I mean, kind of mentioned it earlier, but I like the hammerhead, how Dave Filoni was like, I, we can't, he didn't want to add subtitles to that character. To a kid's show, that's why. Because kids yeah. aren't going to read subtitles. And so they put the voice box on yeah. the Thorian. Mm-hmm. And then they just reused the voice box concept for the the mayor, the Thorian. Yep. I hate that they were calling him the Hammerhead the whole time. He's a, a Thorian. Call him by his species name. Like that's Yeah, all... but the Hammerhead is his classic name, though. That's why. Ah. That's the name that, like... That's when maybe what they called them in. Solemn and New Hope. They're like, what the heck is that hammerhead? Thing? I like how, and they're totally wrong when they said that if you don't remember one creature from the Katina, you're going to remember the hammerhead. I mean, no, that's wrong. I. What's the one creature then? Uh, one maybe creature. the Devorian. Like, that makes more sense. There's all kinds of other creatures in there. I don't know. The hammerhead and the guy the with the skull the that fly. we never. <laughs> the fly. The guy with the skull that we've never seen ever since. Like the guy with just the hood on it, it looks like he's a skull. Those two characters have always did stick out to me. I well, think it's more the fact that because of how big the hammerhead is compared to everyone else in that room. Yeah, that's why it kind of sticks out like a a sore hammer, a sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Drew. Anything else from this episode you want to discuss? There probably is, but I don't know. I I liked a little bit. I liked how they they were talking about that um lady who ran the cantina or whatever. Oh, Her yeah. character developed was pretty cool, and like how she looked way different when she had all of her. What the heck? I didn't like, it's like she was like had the least amount of makeup, like like creature makeup on her face. She's just. Regular face with this head tails on. I think it's but the like, head tails, man. when she takes when she, she takes, takes the head tails yeah. off, she looks completely different. Like if I if I saw her in the wild, I'd be like, I don't know wild. who that is. You know what I mean? Like she's right. not like a significant. She looks different, right? But yeah, I think that development that they talked about her character was kind of cool. Also, the whole thing with Finnick was pretty sweet. The the relationship between her, him and Boba, and why they brought her in as like one of the main characters to support Boba in a way that was different. Like when they described that, it made that relationship a little bit cooler for me. Without, because like viewing the relationship, I it's after hearing it from them, it's obvious, right? But, um. But viewing that relationship before, it's like there's something there, but I can't stick my hand like my my hand on it. And after they said it, it was like put oh, your yeah, finger that's, on it. That's the that's the word. <laughs> I was gonna say thumb on it. But yeah. All right. So. Well, the Cantina Band. Yeah. Cantina Band. You know where else you can hear the Cantina Band theme song right now? Right now, with 
our sponsor, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea, we have a priest-made commercial explaining how you can get a bag of coffee or tea or anything from the website. Mm-hmm. A little a little sponsorship. So let's listen to our also, ad. Oh, shout out to the birthday boy right now. Yep, because this is his voice. So Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to wesleyandrews.cc, use the code EMPIRERADIO, that's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Do it. Go, go help right. support us and also go support Wesley Andrews. Yeah. All right. Well, we're doing our classic voicemail time without the VCU. So let's transition Ooh. over to voicemail time. All right, so because we don't have any uh, VCU stuff anymore, we're just back to general, basic, everyday voicemails like it was before the VCU came into our lives and changed us for the better. But we do have three tonight. So first one we'll have from Jerrica with an interesting question. Ooh, Jerrica. Hey guys, it's Jerrica popping with another question. Um, what is the thing that seems so minute to people that you just absolutely hate? My is glitter. I'm an early childhood major, I know, and I hate glitter because it just gets everywhere. It's worse than sand, like, <laughs> honestly. True. We used glitter in one classroom today. It wasn't even my classroom, and it's still in my hair. And I went to Target, and somebody goes, oh, you have glitter in your hair. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> but let me know what you think, and have a great day. May the force be with you. All right. Um, so something minute that you absolutely hate. So I don't know if is this supposed to be different than like a pet peeve? Because I'm not sure. Yeah, describe the word minute to me. Small. Insignificant. Something like minor that sh- Tiny. just bothers you. So like glitter for her is something that's minute. It's like not like small like in size, but like she said I'm still <laughs> I she said I'm still still finding glitter on my stuff. Yeah from gl- yesterday. Glitter is kinda of terrible. Like why? Yeah. So your question to her was what? Because she's like, in the chat. Is it different than a pet peeve? Because I have a thousand of those, but are those are more bigger things. <laughs> But I think it's maybe just like 
everyday annoyances or something mm-hmm. that's more on a smaller scale. Um, so I listened to this last night, so I've been trying to think all day, and I don't even have the best answer. But I would say something that I don't like is... She said no, not really, so maybe it's the same. I don't know. So what I hate is like a like uh the bottle of hand soap like in a bathroom like when there's like a quarter inch left on the bottom of the thing and a thing doesn't work anymore like they got they got to invent something better they, they got to because bottle that goes up like okay, it out. do you remember when we were kids they had those cereal bowls with the straw yeah i have them you still use them? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so funny f- story. It was before the Disney store closed on the MOA. But they had a bunch of them like on sale. And I was like, well, we have kids. If you guys don't know, like my wife has like a bunch of nieces and nephews. And so they come over and they sleep over and all this stuff. So Steph's like, let's just buy a bunch of these and the kids can use them when they're over. And uh, oh, I thought you bought them for yourself. It, well, <laughs> oh, there I have a one that has uh, it has Miles Morales on it, and I have used it because when they're all over, they're eating cereal, and then I'll just use it too and eat cereal. And now that we have Miles, like my kid, we're definitely gonna keep those around because it's gonna get pretty handy with him too. So yeah, th- those are the best. Okay. Bro. Anyway, my point is. So if I remember correctly, the straw goes mm-hmm. all the way to the bottom of the thing so you can get every last drop, Correct. right? So yeah. they need to make a soap dispenser where it somehow can the, the get tube, everything. like the tube is like part of the container and it goes all the way down to the bottom mm. and it kind of like makes like a hook on the bottom. And then there's like a little like the bottom of the soap is like a little wedge inside. So it's like a funnel going down to the little hole on the bottom. And then every last drop of the soap will be used. It sounds like you need to present this to like. This is like my Shark Tank idea. Shark like, Tank. Yeah. Like you just have to figure out a way to. Like. Because obviously you you twist off the top and it comes off. Like how should we, we ha- do it now. Should we, should we have a, a new segment in our podcast called Star Tank? And people can submit inventions that are daily use that we need. That might be a whole other thing <laughs> I don't want to start. Um, but like, definitely, they gotta like make a better soap dispenser because right. I, I have a quarter inch of soap on the bottom of my thing, and it's not you can't use it unless you pour it into another one that's has been used. I don't know. So that, that's my. This is what Jeremiah is going to make when he <laughs> wins the lottery. Five hundred million dollars. <laughs> Do my live action Bad Batch series, and then and, I'm gonna and the soap make, make a soap that dispenser will, that will potentially make him more money. That's 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 your investment. <laughs> get a, I'll do a deal with Kevin O'Leary because he's the best with making licensing deals. Just license oh. out my patent to all the container companies out there. Boom. I don't need to win a hundred million or five hundred million dollar thing a second time. I'll just be making all money. So that's my little my new thing. Drew, what do you what little thing 
in life oh, do you hate know. that's very minor? Hmm. You don't know? Okay, this is... I don't know if it's my new thing, but I it has to be done or I can't function. And so it might be just like, like a like a OCD kind of thing. Right. But when I'm in the car or in anyone's car, if their volume is not on an even number, I feel like I'm going to die. So it's probably like a more OCD kind of situation. But An even number, huh? Yeah. So like if you're – like for instance, if stuff wants to get me irritated, she'll turn down the volume to nine. When I'm like, it has to be on an eight or a ten. Like it can't be on a nine. Like it can't be on an odd number. It has to be on an even number. It's just a weird. Thing. So do you ever? Do you ever? What happens when you are like? Because sometimes, because like I'm looking at my volume with my mouse control right now with the little like wheel thing. Oh, it's on everything. No, I'm just saying. So let me say my story or point. Oh. Like when you turn it once, it goes down by two. So like I'm 48 now, 46, I can go up to 50. Mm-hmm. But if it's on an odd number for whatever reason, and I do that, it only changes by two. So it's always an odd number. So like if you're trying to like change the volume, like there's like one click, make it always like odd number at, at any point, And then like you just like have to turn it off or what? Well, so in my, my Jeep... I have it on my, my steering wheel, which is I like it now because Steph will ch- turn it down. And she'll accidentally put it on an odd number, and I can just type it once on my steering wheel, and she doesn't even know, and I, w- I would go up or down depending on the volume if it's significantly different. And so it, Jerica says she does that too. It's kind of funny because I have a little OCD thing like that too with even numbers where – I, okay, it's not as bad as it used to be. I used to be like very about it, and now I'm like I was kind of like I've I've grown past it, where I can muscle through the anxiety of it. But yeah, I have to like eat things in pairs. So like if I if I grab like some M and M's, I have to have two of them or four of them or six of them. I can't add three of them or oh, five of them. Interesting. So I used to be really OCD about that, and now I've I've, I've learned to. Like, not make a big deal. I wish you would have never told me that, because now I'm gonna pay attention to that. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. You're not ever gonna see it though. Like, you never feel see it. it though. Like, like you said, like M and M's or like sunflower seeds or something. Like, oh, fun fact about sunflower seeds: I eat the whole thing. Ooh, that's not good for your body. What do you mean? I'm alive and kicking right now. Well, I used to eat the whole thing, and, and then I had. <laughs> A sunflower seed get lodged in my stomach wall and ripped through it, and I almost had to have surgery. So, what? Yeah. When was this? When I was like younger, like in middle school, because I used to eat them a lot, like a lot, a lot. Well, and it's all so, in how you chew the whole thing, though. You didn't chew it well enough. To, that's why. Well, obviously, I didn't chew it. Or, and I remember one time, it, I got like a sliver, and it got lodged in my gum. In the back of my throat, though, oh my gosh, and I couldn't get it out, and it bothered me. So yeah, I don't eat the whole things anymore. Every it's too, once in a while, too much if, work. Too much work. If there's to... a really good like flavored one, and it's like fully coated, I might eat the whole thing, but I don't risk it for the biscuit anymore. But so like for watermelon, do you swallow the whole seed? I don't eat watermelon with seeds, and I only get seedless. Oh, okay, but if you okay, okay, like I I only buy. 
seedless, and if there's and it, seed stuff at like a party or a gathering or something, you won't eat it. I will look around in there and pick and why? find the you ones. Swallow that, it? No, it's no. I hate it. it's so terrible. It's you like, don't even I don't, know it though. <laughs> no, you do know. You can, you're, I don't know. You're chewing a watermelon, and you get that hard piece in there. And I just, just swallow it. It's just terrible. It's just. I, don't, I always swallow it. I'm not about that lifestyle. Seed this watermelon. That's where it's you at. eat, Jerica. <laughs> Girl, that's she said. I eat the whole apple. Uh, uh. Uh, okay, it is kind of. I wouldn't do it, but that's a common thing, though. So is it? Oh yeah, a lot of people do that. I know people that eat a whole pear. I just feel like the the middle part where the seeds are whole, like it's sharp. Like I, I well, feel like that. Like, yeah, and then isn't do you take the technically? Apple seeds are poisonous, aren't they? The humans? I don't know. She's I alive think, and kicking. I think that if you... <laughs> I think they have a small amount of like something that's toxic to humans. Might be so good you, for your stomach bile after a while, though. I don't know. Maybe she's like immune. Maybe. Pro- probably. That's the cure for COVID. We just don't eat our apples. Well, they, they do say... An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Oh, so. there you go. The, <laughs> the issue is that everyone's going to the doctor because they're not eating the whole apple. That's the problem. Mm, that makes sense. Wow. All right. Next time I eat an apple, I'll eat the whole thing. No, Did you, you know that the <laughs> Granny Smith or no Honeycrisp apple was from Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, wow. Everybody knows that. And do you know that he went to the U of M? And well, if it's from Minnesota, it? it's. Very okay. Well, logical. I didn't know that, but it I went to me. I went to uh, Stephanie's sister graduation at the U, and the pre the not preacher the speaker <laughs> talked about how the alumni for the for like the same degree of this class was the guy who created the Honeycrisp. I think the Honeycrisp is kind of overrated. Apple. Okay. Everybody sure. thinks it's the best thing ever made, and I was like, uh, uh, first of all, they're super expensive. I'm like, they're like four dollars an apple, yeah. And so I'm all about that that gala lifestyle. Yes, we know. Fiji is pretty good too. Macintosh once in a while, but it's a good computer. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know how to turn yeah, it on. So I don't know if that counts for mine, but. That's definitely Does that count? Good enough. All right. So that was Jerrica's question. Thank you for that question. I'm sorry about your glitter problem. Yeah, uh, I I could agree though. Glitter is annoying. If I if I were you, Jerrica, I'd just shave my head and start over. (laughs) Start over. Dude, because my nieces have like glitter makeup and everyone saw they come over and they'll do Stephanie's makeup because I mean they're like five and seven or whatever. And they'll just play with like makeup and they'll do it on my wife. And then she'll go to sleep and then forget to take it off. And she'll like, oh crap, I forgot to take it off. And she'll go take it off. But by the time she laid in the bed for the br- brief three minutes, it's everywhere. So yeah, I this feel that. Glitter's the worst. All right. Next. The, sand. <laughs> the next two are from Lucy. And so one is a behind-the-scenes type of thing from the VCU now that it's complete. And the second one is a great question that she has for us. So let's listen to the first one from Lucy. Hi, everyone. 
Lucy here, and I'm just trying to figure out what to do without the VCU. But you did ask me last week what my original goal was when I started my end of the VCU, and I admit I didn't have much of a plan. I just thought it'd be a fun, quick roleplay voicemail. You know, I love acting, I love the Star Wars audiobooks, put them together to make one minute of a blaster fight. And while the result was 100% fun, it was not quick. I didn't come up with Dakai's character for a few weeks, and originally he was just going to be completely evil. He was never even supposed to be Lucy's brother. But I love a good internal conflict and redemption, thus a much better character was created. Without Dakai, my story would have had a lot less depth, and I would not have had nearly as much practice in sounding like I'm constantly about to cry in varying octaves. All <laughs> is is the Force wills it, I guess. I hope you have a great day, and may the Force be with you. Alright, cool. That does answer my question. Yeah, that's good. Because we didn't know if you were going to have this long story or not. Because we kind of got thwarted into the VCU. But it was kind of cool that you didn't really have all these. Well, I think it makes it so much better that it was so, it just happened. And it's funny because, like, you know, we would hear from Lucy, you know, once every, like, six weeks or something. And then, like. We forced well, her to send well, in. Like, I mean, she took a five in the summer, five a week for like, one time. It was like we didn't hear from her for like months. We thought we right. lost her. Yeah, but well, and then now it's weird if she doesn't send in voicemails. So, right. um, Lucy, <laughs> you have to send one every week, no matter what. You got to figure that yep. out. I don't know. Find questions, but all right, we count so, on you now. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this next question, uh, voicemail from Lucy is a f- oh, question. she sent in two. Okay, yeah, I told you this. I, you probably did. I just was reading the chat. My bad. So she sent in a second one with a question, and it's a great question, but Drew, <laughs> no offense, but it has nothing to do with your knowledge base. So let's just, it'll just be something that I will answer. So let's just listen to this. Hi, everyone. Lucy again, and I have some questions to ask you about typing on a computer, for instance, in Word or Google Docs. What are your go-to fonts and font sizes, and do you believe in putting spaces before and after M dashes? When in doubt, I use Times New Roman, but I also like Century Gothic, Arial, or Arial Narrow to switch things up. I typically use size 16 font, and I do put a space before and after in M dash, just because I don't like it when things are too crowded between words. I believe this is my first non-Star Wars-related voicemail, but my brain is basically out of ideas without the VCU, and I'm left with no choice. Have a great day, and may the forest be with you. Yeah, you're right. I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, first of all, there's a bunch of stuff, questions. She mentioned Google Docs and Microsoft Word. First of all, Google Docs is one of the worst inventions in, the, in oh, all of human wow. history. It's terrible. I hate how I have to, like, watch, like, a tutorial video on YouTube just to know how to, like, do anything on Google Docs. I hate looking up. Microsoft Word is amazing. I you're so old, Jeremiah. It, what do you mean old? Microsoft, you know the Word I, is like one of the main freshman year. My language class, my freshman year, that was the year that Google Docs was like dropped, and my teacher was like, "All right, we're not doing anything. We're just learning Google Docs, and that's the only thing I've ever learned on since freshman year." Yeah, I don't know how to use it. I use it occasionally for some things, but like. Microsoft Word is where it's at. I just love Microsoft Word. I paid. So, okay, here's the thing. Here's a little insight. People think that you can only do a subscription on Microsoft Word, but you can actually, I don't know how I found the link on Microsoft.com, but 
there is you can actually do a one-time payment and just buy it for like 160 bucks oh that's way cheaper huh so like after two years or something like that it pays for itself and then it's just so i have a, a, a full license to microsoft word right now that i don't have to do monthly payments on and so if I you want to know people just use google docs bro uh, that might be true most people use it but i think google docs is still terrible anyway so that being said what are my go-to's for typing so i kind of just keep it simple i just new times roman is the font and 12 size font uh this is because standard just standard and like i'm not trying to like impress anyone with my font style like i don't know i'm not a creative person like like that so like i don't need to like what looks better for this. Cause when I write for my blog, it's just like, I just type it on, yeah, you type don't it out. Worry about the font. I and mean, then I just copy and paste on the thing and I could change the font on the blog, but like, it's, that's not your style of blog. It's not my story. So it doesn't really matter. Um, but she does ask about M dashes and whether or not they have spaces on either ends or not. So I had to quick refresh my memory because I never heard the term M dash in writing, just dash. I was like, is this different than just a dash? And so I guess most people just call it a dash, but the technical term is M dash. Um, and it's a very weird thing in grammar because like, I don't really understand like, its use because you ask different people, you're going to get different answers. So I remember learning about it in basics of modern English in college. It was my last semester of college and I needed an English elective. And I took this 200 level class just to get it out because I just needed it. And it was still like one of the best classes I took in all my life. And like, I wish I took that earlier in college because it helped me write a lot better. But I remember the saying like, oh, the dash is just to like mark off a a separate thought that is not part of what you're actually writing, like something that's very different than what you're writing. But when I looked it up last night, people are saying that it's about, it's just replacing commas or parentheses or colons. I'm like, I don't think that's right. But that's what all these websites were saying. So that being said, if that's how you're using it to replace these things, you shouldn't be using them in it. Just use commas, use parentheses, Use and these colons. colons. And so now you have to learn about like when to use all of those because commas are for positives, if you know what that is. Are you really going to teach us this right now? Yes, this mind? is a grammar lesson. So <laughs> positives are additional information that is not necessary to understand the sentence. Something in parentheses is a clarification. So it's kind of necessary, but... Not necessarily, but it's to clarify something. And then a colon is always at the end of a complete sentence. When people put colons in the middle of a sentence or an incomplete sentence, they're wrong. So, Lucy, when I go. looked up the end dash, your M dash, you're supposed to have no spaces on either side. That's technically what you're supposed to do to be correct. So, if I were to use them, I would not have the space. So for that long answer for your quick question. I going to say we literally lost all our listeners. <laughs> uh, but, but I don't know. I really that, like that question because it's something that 
I care about. I care yeah, about proper fair. grammar, and I write for my blog and all that jazz. So like, and if there's still people listening to this episode, Jerrica they... said that Google Docs save saved her so many times. Her freshman year, she lost a whole paper on on Word, and so because her computer crashed, and then Puzzler jumped in right after Ooh. that, like. I was having a conversation with my parents the other day about how much they hate Google Docs. Puzzler, your parents are amazing. <laughs> have, them, have them join the Discord. That's how old Jeremiah is. I was like died laughing this whole time because I, I know I saw you. <laughs> because Puzzler like made a point like, yeah, Jeremiah's old too. <laughs> but it's funny. Uh but yes, I yeah, will so always be a Microsoft. People are still here. <laughs> Apparently, they are since they're still in the comments or well, in the chat. That's two people. But, <laughs> but yeah, so all people out there who haven't sent in a yeah. voicemail—that's a great w- example of a non-Star Wars question that you can ask. Right. It's like something random like that. And luckily, I write because if if everyone was like. And the podcast wasn't like a writer, then that wouldn't make sense. But we know Lucy Jerica or Lucy, it's not that I don't like your question. I think it was a good question. It got Jeremiah going, which is always fun. And we (laughs) love to figure out how old Jeremiah is constantly. It's really fun. But I just don't write. Yeah, you, if you, you if you need to write something, me. you just have Stephanie do it. If I need to write something that is proper and perfect. I make my wife do it. And for the podcast, if I need to write something, most of the time it's either Jeremiah or Andrew writing it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so so we didn't get these voicemails in until last night, and so like I was like panicking, like, oh no, is this? Yeah, I, I did see Jerry's coming or Lucy's coming. But uh, so now that the VCU is done, like it was easy to get the voicemails every week Correct. for that. But now we're in this thing where it's like every week, well, are we going to have voicemails? Like, we're definitely going to get voicemails next. Week. And so, you know, for the past two months, it's been mainly Jerrica, Lucy, Will, and Brady sending in voicemails. And I think a couple from Retta. But hey. Daddy Palps jumped Daddy in. Daddy Palps, couple and of added them. himself in the yep. story and then kind of been quiet ever since. But. My invitation is to everyone else out there who has never sent in a voicemail. Mm. Send in a voicemail. It's fun. Or you have it in a very long time, like a year. Yeah. Like some of you, like we've gotten voicemails once and we haven't heard from you again, but send in something again. The guy again. from Canada. Yeah. always mention him. He's but cool. I want like, I want to hear more accents. Come on. Yeah, we got right. people in Europe that listen to us. Australia. We people in Australia and all that jazz, like anywhere. Like if you're not from the United States and you're listening right now. Just go to our go into the link below. Hopefully go to link, links.co slash empire links with two eyes. There's a link right there you can click on to send in a voicemail. It brings you right to the, the website. So send in a voicemail. It's always fun to hear from new people, just random questions or comments. And so that's my encouragement. Cause also if you guys are having issues sending voicemails, I don't know if they fix that problem. Um, but you could also just go in the Discord or on the IG and message us. We do see those. I'm pretty active on IG. You can also message us and say, hey, I tried to send a voicemail. It didn't work. Because if we get a handful of those, we will probably just forward all that to Anchor and kind of harass them. We have one person or a couple people 
had issues, but then I think one of them fixed, like figured it out. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Whether you're using the app or if you're just on a computer. Yeah, or it's kind of weird. So just let us know. That's we just need. We would like some feedback on that because that's not us. We like, we can't really do anything. Um, but we can harass Anchor if we get a handful of people that are having issues. But if yeah. you guys aren't having issues and you haven't sent in a voicemail, or if you haven't sent in one in a long time, please send one. But with that also being said, Jeremiah, um. We still want the voicemails from the people that have been oh, sending yeah. them as well. Yeah, so we'll, we'll always take the voicemails from don't anyone. So feel like because Lucy, you sent in two voicemails, and Jerrica, like we, you still have to send in one next week as well. So, all right. Well, since I already mentioned it, uh, let's just we talked about links.co/empire links with two eyes, and so last week I mentioned that. Well, I guess it's kind of funny. I made a Google Docs link <laughs> with yeah, see, there you go. because I had to for this specific thing. Like there are uses to it because so, it can be shared. Links can be mm-hmm. shared and stuff. So that, that's convenient. But anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah. for the, the VCU art submission project. So there is now an updated tab in there in the links.co uh, website uh, landing page where there is one. Where, click on that. It will save the VCU art project or something like that, illustration project or something, and it will bring you to the Google Docs, and I have a list of all the voicemails that from the VCU with episode number, character, and then a brief description, and then I have timestamps for each like episodes, like the start time from where all the voicemails, not for every specific one, but for each episode, podcast episode. At this timestamp is when the VCU voicemails are played. So you can go back, listen to the voicemails, look at what you want to do and illustrate them. And then you can send them to me, whether, and there's everything is explained in the document. I wrote, you know, where to send it, you know, that's ideas and how to send it in and whatever. And so send any works because we got like 90 some voicemails we got to illustrate. And some of them need multiple drawings for one voicemail so like we could have well over 100 submissions that we need and we only have a few so far i know a lot of people in the discord are working on stuff so we're we eventually they're going to start coming in like a, on a regular basis but if you know how to draw if you know how to paint if you're a good digital artist if you want to if you make stuff with clay if you are making 3d sets like with like i don't know your lego toys or your whatever star wars toys or something you're good at making these artistic representations of whatever, send in something. Pick a voicemail, listen to it, whatever pops into your mind, draw it, illustrate it, make it, and we'll use it. Like this is this is a fan project. Fans created the VCU voicemails, and we want the fans to illustrate it. And once it's all together, I'm gonna put all the voicemails and pictures together into one big story for a video on YouTube. And so I can't do it unless you guys send something in. And I know a lot of people want to see it. And I think it was last week, Lucy was like, we got to have Andrew do a reaction to the whole VCU someday. So like, I want to do that. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, with that, on your um, easy to share and easy to edit document on Google Docs, um, did you by chance write the description of Lucy on there? Uh, I can't remember. I'll have to go look. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I think I did. I think I, I have to go look. But yes, so... If not, um, I think that's something that's like... Yes. Um, and so... And that yeah. was just the way the question was given to me because they're throwing shade at you. Well, no. if they they could have been just clicked on the link and looked for themselves, but... What do I oh, yeah, because you can because it's on Google Docs, not a yep. word. <laughs> but, so yes, so we can't do the project without it. But while you're on links.co slash Empire Radio, links yeah. with two eyes. Follow us on Discord. Join the Discord. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, and you have the links to uh, other hosting sites for like the podcast, like Spotify and all that jazz, wherever you're listening to. Um, and also there's a link for the needlesslynerdy.com podcast network that we are part of. Check that out. Um, and there's all kinds of stuff on the links page. So get connected. Join the Discord. Yep. Support Check out us. the YouTube. If you guys are just listeners and you haven't gone over to our YouTube, uh, like every week I say this, but I highly recommend it. We have other episodes that have been dro- dropping weekly. Um, we're still, I'm still dropping the ICCC videos. Last week was day one. Wait. No, yeah. Last week yeah. was day one. Um, by the time you guys are listening, watching this or listening to this uh day two dropped as well on youtube so go check out that as well um that was a really fun video that was honestly mostly just us vlogging and we learned what andrew and tanner like from taco bell this is a fun vlog hangout so make sure you go check out that episode it's a really fun episode it was a longer one too it was like 42 minutes so buckle up but yeah fun yeah all right. I think that's it. That's it. So we should so just wait. say what? Is there a Tuesday episode next week or is that's this what a- I was about to say? No, okay. there is not a Tuesday episode next week. So bum, Tuesday bum, bum. the twenty fourth, we are not doing a live stream. We are not recording because we are gonna be doing like four thousand episodes that weekend <laughs> of yep. things. So um the next time you will see us will be on Friday the twenty seventh that evening. Um, we'll probably be shooting for our normal time of 8 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. And then we'll probably do something on Saturday for episode. So the way we're going to do it is Drew and I are going to watch the first episode on Friday and only watch the first episode and do our breakdown of that episode without watching the second one. So the second and episode we'll watch Saturday. Be watch and- parties too. Watch parties on YouTube and on Twitch. Yep. But like Jeremiah said, I'll only be watching the first one. We'll do the the breakdown episode, and then on either Saturday or right after the breakdown episode, depending on how tired I am, I might watch episode two. Okay, but Saturday evening, we might be able to do it a little bit earlier than eight p.m. Just because, I don't know. We'll see what the schedule is. Yep. Uh, just because it's the weekend, we have more a little bit more time. And then after those two episodes, we are going to be. Um, playing it by ear on what trailers and news are dropped. So we might be doing a couple on Sunday or something. I know, I think there's a, cause there's a bad batch and a visions panel that weekend on Sunday. Yeah. It's like almost like we might just do it like maybe on a Tuesday just to wait until all the news and stuff comes through. I don't know, dude. It's going to be, no, we'll figure gonna, it out. cause then that Wednesday, the first, 
is the next episode of Kenobi. So true. I forgot that it was not on a Friday. So we'll have a ton of stuff, and I'm gonna be editing like crazy that weekend. Yeah. So um, definitely. Stranger Things is out that same weekend. Yes. So we'll probably be doing at least four episodes that weekend, maybe five. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be busy, but we're, we do it for you guys, the fans. True. Uh, so let's keep that in mind, and also don't spoil us in the chat. True. If you've seen episode two by that time, so we recommend if you're here for the live stream, watch it the way we watch. Just watch the first episode and don't wait. Then this this wait to watch the second episode if you're in the chat. Or you can just. I'll watch probably both of them. I'll probably spam that in the chat multiple times, and I'm, I'm sure, sure we'll have Will in the live stream or and Jerica, and y'all help us and, out. Yeah, help screen and yell at people for spoiling stuff yep. for us. But all right, well we've been babbling on for quite a while now, so we might as well just wrap this up. Anything else, sure. Drew? Nope, that should be it. All right, so you have been listening to another Boba Tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the force be with you. Always. The Needlessly Nerdy Podcast Network. Your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com